Hello and welcome to Frog Flicks, the historical costume movie and TV podcast. This is Tristan L. Bass, your host, with one half of our original Broadway recording cast. Kendra Van Cleve. And this is episode two of Downton Abbey season finale. Electric Boogaloo. Woohoo! All right, so we're deep in it. And we have A, some really cool costumes, and B, ooh, drama. Yes, the theme of this, this episode is drama and hats. And hats. Yes. And, and hippy-dippy yes. artsy-craftsy. Yes. So Clearly, we are getting busting out the macrame and the dried macaroni and the finger paint. Totally. But actually in a good way. Yeah, no, it's a good way. Actually, this is all a good thing. Well, yeah. okay, the drama's yeah. a little all OTT. Right. All right. Um, let's start with the hats, because the hats rock. There were so many good hats in this. Uh, I, hat after hat after hat after hat. I mean, let's, okay, let's be honest. Downton Abbey is always on the hat game. Yes. On point, totally. But this one, it just seemed like we were always, oh, did you see that hat? Oh my god, the feathers. Oh, yeah. the trim. The best hat, in my opinion, was uh, Cora, Lady yeah. Grantham's, and she wore it in two different scenes, yes. and it was... Uh, wide brim, but it had this amazing, so it had ribbon on one half, mm-hmm. and then it had feathers. Three. Three feathers, and they kind of, they, they started from the center front of the hat. They were kind of behind a little yeah. bit of a, a trimmy thing, and but they came out away from the crown of the hat and looped around it almost for, it was like this gold color too. So at first I was like, is that like gold mesh or some sort of metal thing? But it did turn out to be feathers that were just I, shaped I think they were just beautiful pheasant, um, kind of that goldy brown right. pheasant. Or they could have been dyed or Maybe something. Maybe the eyes, yeah. they were just gorgeous. And again, and she wore it twice, so you just got to but really... But it, it was worth it. Yeah. It was oh, totally it was so worth good. it. But yeah. So you got to see all of it. Absolutely. Um, the next one that I just was kept double taking on was Edith when she's in London. And it's a weird color combo, because actually the color combo normally I wouldn't think much of, because it was a kind of a gray, kind of a dove gray hat. Mm. A simple cloche, but the trim on it was this yellow... Uh, ribbon, patissimi, marie, so how do you say that thing? Um, that was that was very um geometric. Well, and what it was, you could tell it was yeah. like about a quarter inch wide yeah. ribbon, and that had been just stitched in this amazing yeah. pattern. So it looked like what you would think of a big wide ribbon mm-hmm. that maybe had been folded yeah. and done whatever, but it was all pieced out through this right. intricate. Uh, yeah. Well, and the ribbon itself, it, ha- it was like a mesh with uh, a soutache in it. Oh, so I didn't it, see that. Yeah, because that's why it had that extra geometric look to it. So it was it was um, sheer and then heavy, sheer and then heavy. And so that when it was folded, it did this extra stuff going on. Oh, because see, I Cause thought it was the... just a little narrow ribbon that had been stitched. No, because it looked like... Uh, we're we're going to need screen caps. We're going to need screen caps. But I think because it, cause it did some folded over stuff that just looked like... Oh, it was so cool. It I just, think it's a narrow ribbon that someone just made this yeah. intricate pattern. I, I thought it was one wide ribbon that had was folded back. Either way, it yes. was awesome. It was really It just great. did this. It did so many geometric cool things. Absolutely. And again, I, the color, Edith, they give colors to that. I wouldn't immediately go those work together, but they work. Yeah, she's just become the most adventurous really. dresser. And really. it's, it's great to watch. Yeah. And again, it's. It's interesting what that says about her character yeah. because for so long she's been, she was the retiring, overlooked, yeah. you know, kind of grumpy sister. Yeah. And of course now she's take, you know, struggling yeah. to take over yeah. this newspaper yeah. and, or magazine and 
yeah. and and forge your own life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially definitely. as she started to go to London more. Yeah. They started giving her more interesting clothes, and then right. the more interesting evening gowns, where it's all you know necks and and shoulders and back and all mm-hmm. that. But the her sportswear, God, I I've never been into the twenties, but I love her sportswear, her day clothes, you know, the stuff she wears at the office. It's well, that just, stuff can be really gorgeous when yeah. it's done well. And yeah. there's a lot of this stuff that you see if you look at, you know, photographs yeah. and, and yeah. magazines and things like that. You, it's just not normally reproduced. Yeah, exactly. That, and, that's what I'm saying. It's, you don't normally yeah. see it in action. It's, and especially, it's uh, for me, it's like the fall and winter styles yeah. are so much more interesting yeah. than the summer stuff. And what do you see, you know, in terms of yeah. nowadays, it's always the Gatsby, the yeah. summery. Eh, so, it just looks like a sundress. Speaking of fall and winter, this episode was foggy. And it was beautiful. It was, it was really, yeah. It made me want to put on some tweed yeah. and get a dog and go tromping across yeah. the moors. There were just lots of these great shots of the abbey and the fog and people walking, you know, to and from, you know, the village and the fog. Yes. And that was really pretty. And uh, like even, you know, there was this one shot of of uh, Mrs. Hughes and, and Mr. Carson walking. Again, there's all this consternation about where are they going to hold their wedding reception. But uh, Mrs. Hughes was wearing a hat. It's probably her, you know, nice, her ordinary hat. But it just had this beautiful wide ribbon on it that had a print in it. And it was and, kind of a black with like a gold on yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, just showing a richness, a detail in in even the, the servants' clothes. You noticed in the final scene uh, when they're at the pig fair. Pig, yes. Uh, well, there are other critters there too. Yes. But anyway, um, there are a couple of the ladies, so... Yes. Oh, uh, Baxter. Baxter that's is the it. name. That's Cora's maid. Yes. And then also, Baxter. I think, was it Daisy? Was it Daisy? Yeah. Anyway, both of them were wearing sort of camel-colored cloches, yep. but both of them had, I mean, it wasn't a big, you know, over-the-top trim, but they both had some interesting trim on Right. And it was an intricate trim. It wasn't just, you know, let's slap a ribbon on it. Yeah. But it was a kind of, um, it had some texture. It had some a 3D detail on it. Uh, it really, again, showed some richness and some some detail that, you know, most of the shots of them are in, you know, either three-fourths or, um, you know, pro, or, or um, you know, waist and above, at least waist and above or, 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 or you know, shoulders and above. So, you, so the hats are really important. So that just shows to me that costume designers, uh, you know, everyone's thinking, what's, where's the detail? Where's what's going to show on screen? What's going to show on screen? Yeah. What's important to focus on? Nobody's wearing intricate stockings, for example. Exactly. You know? The shoes aren't super relevant, you know. Always. Um, yeah. All so, right. So yeah, I have to apologize. We have a really irritated dog who can't believe that we haven't <laughs> played with him for like two hours. So when you hear clickety clacking or or whatever in the background, like you just heard, that's yeah. the dog. You're, yeah. You, yeah. So. Thumping, whatever, that's the dog being, Winston being pissed that we're not playing with yeah. him. So we're going to have some dog in this one. Whatever. It happens. Sorry. Yeah, oh, we are very much in agreement that Downton Abbey needs a cat. Yes. And we think in the kitchen, either Mrs. Patmore or, or Mrs. Mrs. Hughes, Hughes needs yeah. a cat. Just a cat on a shelf to occasionally go, Phew. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. Phew. Make reaction Phew. shots or something. Yeah, little, Just, little yeah. background That shots. would be good. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have a kitchen yeah. cat? Come All on. right. So we got a ray of hope for the Bateses in that Lady Mary got, uh, you know, uppity as, or not uppity, but involved as yes. she does, yes. um, and hauled uh, uh, Anna Anna off to London to Go consult her. with the same doctor that Lady Mary went to for her mysterious small operation. Yes. And we found out that Anna has a weak cervix or something, yes. and that if she gets pregnant, then the 
the doctor can stitch up her cervix or something, right. I guess. Yes. I'm picturing like he's got like a drain catcher, you know, you put in the sink. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to like sort of no, prop it's just it up. One little, yeah. One little stitch. Whatever. But so there's hope. And yes. so Anna's all excited. Yes. Uh, so which is, which is good. Bringing her step. But I still, I think she'll get pregnant. They'll try that. It won't work because this is Anna and Bates. I know. We got a whole season here, people. Pace yourselves. There's going to be more tragedy. Um, And I don't know that Anna was wearing anything new and different. She was in that same dress with the... That we liked. I think it was actually pin tucks now that I'm seeing the crisscrossing across the chest. But it's nice. Um, And, you know, hey, it's nice for there to be one moment where they're happy. Yeah. It'll go away. Yeah. Don't get used to it. Yeah. Uh, Lady Mary was sort of uh, as take charge and um, oblivious as usual. So she's battling to take still, you know, to to take charge of the farm and get people to recognize her, blah, blah, blah. But so first off, she's got to insist to her credit. Dad says to Carson, oh, you can have your wedding reception in the servants hall. And she's like, screw that. These people are family. They can have it in the hall. But of course, Mrs. Hughes doesn't want it. But so. Uh, Lady Mary, in a misguided sense of of wanting to be magnanimous, yeah. is now sort of screwing things up, and then also completely ignoring oh, her yeah. sister and the dynamic with Edith and her daughter Marigold. And I that name annoys me, Marigold. Um, <laughs> Not the best choice. Yeah, and I don't know where the hell that came from. Yeah, I mean, why? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just random. Totally random. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I. I don't know where I'm going with the Drews family. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, again, Downton, all chickens come home to roost. So more quickly than I thought. Yeah. It's on this case. Yeah. So you have your out of wedlock child being raised by this farm family down the road. How nice of them. How How helpful. How useful. And then you decide, oh, no, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to raise it in my, my house and pretend that I'm adopting this stray child. Right. That's really my child. Right. But and I, I do and it's going to have no consequences, right? I, <laughs> I do think it's pretty bitchy of Mary when clearly Edith has, even if in Lady Mary's mind, Edith has just taken in this foundling and then developed a relationship with her. Because right? Mary's the only one who hasn't figured it out. Right. But I just love that she's essentially like, oh, Marigold's missing? So what? You yeah. know, like, why? I can just picture her being like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but I just thought, it, you know, so yeah. So and then Mrs. Drews runs off with her. But yeah. I felt like that because I could see that building, but I felt like that yeah. was handled very quickly. And of course. I, of course and I feel bad for the Drews who are getting the shaft now. They yeah. have to move. And we're sitting there yelling at the screen at Lord Grantham. Buy him out. Buy him a farm somewhere. Give him yeah. some money for his trouble. They went to all the work uh, yeah. of taking in this kid and covering for you. And now you're like, oh, you're going to have to move. And I've granted he feels bad about it, but maybe you could write a check yeah. along with feeling Seriously. bad about it. Feel as like, oh, so sorry for you. Sucks yeah. to be you. I fucked up your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, going back uh, to one of the other, you know, conflicts in this episode, uh, Daisy have, you know, being all upset about Mr. Mason's farm and, you know, fighting the system. And she, she literally said at one yes. point, it's the system that's that's destroying, you know, his way of life. We got that. very excited. Yay, Yay. Bolshevism. Lead the revolution. She, she controls the means of production. Yes. Well, yeah, it's the system that's also fucking over, you know, the, the Druze because they yeah. happen to 
be shat upon by this, you know, hoity-toity family. It was like, you can take our baby. Oh, we're going to take the baby back. Oh, it's yeah. inconvenient for you to live here. Well, goodbye. Uh, so, you know. Totally. Yeah. Privilege. Yeah. In action. I'm also annoyed, and I know it's, I'm sure it's completely accurate that, that Daisy decided to speak up for herself and yell at the the new owners of yeah. the house, the Mr. Mason, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sh- of course that wouldn't go well. And yet yeah. at the same time, finally she, you know, uh, an, a downstairs character gets backbone, speaks <laughs> up to the man, blah, blah, blah. And now she's back in that, oh, I'm so sorry. Can anybody possibly fix this? <laughs> I screwed up everything, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically... You know, class privilege prevails, yeah. and everybody wears nice clothes. Yeah, so we um. felt like this. Um, we felt like there was a, especially from the first scene, there was a, a very artsy, craftsy, but in a good way. Seeing yeah. Mary had that beautiful um, sort of crocheted sweater. Yeah. Um, and then both Cora and Edith were in things that sort of had like an arts and crafts feel, yeah. meaning the movement, not yeah. like shit you do in your kitchen. Um, or, but but in a nice way, and yeah. it kind of these these prints that were kind of they had a lot of kind of earth tones and mm-hmm. little small prints and things. And even later on, when when uh, Mary went to London, she had this with with Anna. She had this print that okay, work with me. It to me it reminded me kind of like a, an African dashiki, mm-hmm. but in a very kind of mod twenties um, way. And then you see from the back, it had the same kind of print. And it was, again, it was really reminiscent of this African dashiki sort of thing. So I was thinking it's almost like the 1960s, but through the 1920s, which is totally not the way that works. But well, but the 20s was very interested, fashion-wise, yeah. design-wise, very interested in, in drawing from other countries. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so, so and there was a, this one scene in the parlor where, uh, you know, Mary was wearing the crochet, um, Cora and, and, and uh, Edith were wearing these prints, and it just was very kind of, you know... Dippy dippy love fest, but in but a twenties way. In a twenties way, and yeah. it worked. Oh, absolutely! It totally worked. Yeah. It was really cool. Right. Um, so you know, yay for this kind of mid twenties experimental stuff vibe. You know, it's yeah. it was cool. Oh, even then, uh, Rosamond was wearing some fringy stuff going and on. Another and amazing another amazing coat. Episode. She she has coat game. Yeah, I mean, she, really, she does. really does. She absolutely, coat game. Yeah. Uh, no real evening wear, though, this episode, other no. than that quick shot of Rosamond and Edith chatting in Rosamond's apartment. And yeah. once again, I'm amused by the idea of you're, you're staying with your aunt because you need to do some business in town. And you have to essentially put on a ball gown to have dinner. Pretty you know, much. But whatever. Yeah. That's, that's how they did it. That's, that's how you they know. did it. Um, but yeah. And yeah. I love that cranberry color that Edith was wearing. Edith just is always yeah. in these amazing colors. God, she, yeah. She, they've got the right color palette mm-hmm. for her. And again, sometimes mm-hmm. the colors are not ones I would think of, but they work with her. Mm-hmm. They really, they know her palette. Like sometimes Mary's palette's not so. This episode was great though. This well, both episodes so far this season. I wonder if now they're building towards Mary was in mourning and still sort of closed off to anything. Maybe I, that was all the dowdy. No, and I've now... I've seen some some images. Oh, dowdiness is coming. Ones. Yeah, dowdiness okay. is because I love the black. Uh, I think it was a, a dress that was black and it had uh, like cream embroidery. It almost looked sort of Palestinian or something, Middle Eastern, and that was really pretty. I. But it's coming. I've, the dowdy I've is coming some, back. I've seen some dowdy coming. Oh, God um, but, you know, again, it's a long season. Uh, poor yeah. Thomas can't get laid. Oh, my God. He poor, is. Poor, but Thomas, he's also he slow. He can't get a job. He's he slow on the uptake. He can't get. Yeah. He, can't, he got no game. Yeah. He, he, he can bowl. 
He can bowl. He gets. He but he strikes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little metaphor. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, um, it was. I thought this was actually kind of a fun episode. I, you know what? I, honestly, it's it's typical. The second episode of, of the season is usually a lot better. The first episode is kind of, oh, we're back at this again. But there weren't enough uh, witty bombs from uh, the Dowager Countess. No, that's true. The she, first episode was much better for bombs. But... Yeah, yeah. She had a lot more. Uh, yeah. first. The second episode, she's kind of. Didn't... It wasn't as featured. Yeah. The battle with uh, what's her face continues. Yeah, they're kind of winning the battle. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Over the hospital. Yeah. Sorry, don't care. Don't this care. is me falling hospital. asleep. Wah, yeah. Wah. Whatever. But uh, the clothes though were really good. We need like yeah. eighty billion screen screen caps. Yeah, definitely. Because. There were some good yeah. hats. Yeah, the hats were really good. I also really liked Mary's dressing gown. It was a white oh, dressing yeah. gown that instead of sleeves, sort of the, the sleeves didn't have a, an underseam. So it was yeah. just sort of a drape. But like that was still set in. And it was white. It was and it just, yeah, it had a beautiful, flowing, flowy, fluttery. Very flowy, fluttery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she gets. She oh, and I loved her suit that she was wearing at the pig fair. Yeah. Uh, from the waist up, it basically was a double breasted suit with yeah. a. Collar, yeah. you collared shirt and tie, and then great. you know you saw from below really sharp. that it was, uh, you know, had a skirt. Yeah. Very she's worn a few that. things like that. Yeah, but I like it. You know, she's but nice. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yeah, that's right. She's, yeah. She can she can yeah. get out with the pigs. You know, yeah. she's down with the people. And another dress I remember we both uh, thought Cora's silver dinner dress was beautiful, except from the waist up. From the waist up, then it had this sash uh, that made her look pregnant. Yeah. I swear it was to a God, placement. I think it was a placement issue, and yeah, they did have really low waists in this yeah. era but that doesn't mean it's flattering no you know or if it was maybe it was a little i don't know i feel like it was it, just a few inches off or a little maybe it was just it was something i mean it was really around the widest part of her hip yeah. that wasn't even high hip you yeah. know let alone dropped waist it yeah. was and it, you could see the curve of you know yeah but her, when she was sitting yeah it looked gorgeous and it was this beautiful silver sort of lace with like a cape sort yeah. of effect in actually that. cora had a few nice day outfits too mm-hmm. there was one that was this plummy um, now I can't remember if I think the skirt was plummy and the top was kind of gold and plum print and it was just so elegant and it kind of had that arts and crafts feel mm-hmm. also. She always is elegant and granted yeah. you know, not quite as fashion forward as her daughters yeah. as she wouldn't be but keeps up with the times and yeah. I just I don't know I really like her character I find it yeah. I also find it interesting that it's Elizabeth McGovern is the yeah. actress who's done so many period so films many. Uh, and TV shows and all of that and but always been a supporting character yeah. and how lucky for her that she got this role yeah. but I love her sort of languorous <laughs> approach and I love but I love that she's she's always very like it's okay let's all be calm she never really freaks out about anything but she's also very down, like, relatable yes. with her daughters and manages her husband. She's sort of, I don't know, she's just an interesting presence in the yes. house, sort of working. She's like everybody's therapist. Yes. She's the one Did, who comes in and is like, all right, there's a crisis. We're going to solve it. <laughs> Did you see Cheerful Weather for the Wedding? I haven't. So she plays the mom in that, and it's basically Cora with an edge. Oh. It's Cora, but snipey. Interesting. And it's really kind of funny because yeah. the mom, she's the mom and she's like a widowed mother. And it's the same era. It's And 20s. it's the same era. Yeah. Oh, no, it's 30s. Oh, okay. It's 30s. But she is really on edge. And she's like Cora, who's kind of 
pushing her daughter. To, it's the wedding day, and she's very on edge about, all right, now we're getting, to, it's time to do this, mm -hmm. and it's all right, it's the wedding breakfast now, everybody get on your places, please. So and it's the anti-core it, well, but it's, it's But then she, she then people will come, and she's, oh, come sit, oh, come, let's have, oh, does everyone have cocked? Oh, this is very nice. So good to see you. And then she turns, and it's like, it's like, um, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Cora or something. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's really funny because it's, it's like, it's just a, it's a twist. It's like Cora, wee. Yeah, <laughs> it's Cora hilarious. on some sort of drug or it's, something. It's really kind of cool. And yeah, um, I, I, I like her as an actress. She shows up in all these little things and you just kind of, oh, she can, oh, there yeah. she is. Yeah. And it's great. It's great to see her have an opportunity to shine. It really is. And her really hair is. is always gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I think something I was, was going to say about her in this episode, and I can't remember it. So whatever. But she had she had some really she had some beautiful outfits. Um, oh, I you know I was going to say you know the mumsy thing. You know she has mm. she never looks mumsy. Mums looks she's the oldest. You know other than the dowager, she's the oldest. You know mother or you know she's female the older character. generation. She's the older generation, but she always looks a just enough fashionable like she's keeping up with the times but she's not pushing the envelope or anything but she never looks dowdy almost never you know generally you know good yeah 90% of the time doesn't look dowdy doesn't look mumsy doesn't look out of place you know she keeps up enough and you know there's distinction between her and you know the dowager is definitely you know the edwardian look um, Cora has kept up and she's up into the twenties and stuff, but she's not as forward as her daughters, mm -hmm. but she's, you know, she doesn't look out of place with them no, either. Yeah. And yet sometimes when I see some of these clunker outfits on Mary. I go, well, look at your mom. Yeah, totally. For style <laughs> yeah. inspiration. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And also I wonder to what degree class comes into it because nowadays you can really sort of spot older people, like you can kind of figure out what, when their prime was based on how yeah. they dress. And I wonder, and obviously, you know, that's always happened in time. And the yeah. Dowager Countess is a great example sure. of it. She's got her era and she's sticking to it. Yeah. But it's it's interesting that Cora obviously wants to stay current or mm. and or feels an obligation to... Well, she's nouveau riche American yeah. right. in Britain. Yeah. And so she has to, I don't know, she has to keep, I don't know. Proving herself? Maybe. I don't know. I also think like, it's to show that she probably, I assume, married young and she's not... That much older than yeah. her daughters. I mean, she's probably what twenty years older. But... Yeah, but she's not. I mean, she's definitely obviously she's, she's not a she's not a little old lady. Yeah, at all. Yeah. I always reflect on Hugh Bonneville, who I think is. I mean, he's a great actor and he has a very cute look. But having seen multiple things that he's in, he never was like a Colin Firth. He no. never was like, oh my god, he's so hot. No, but God. Damn it, if a guy doesn't look good dressed to the nines with yeah. a hat, with a nice suit, yeah. with an overcoat, with all of that. Yeah. And all these things. I mean, for one thing, I feel like he's somebody who's grown into uh, being very handsome. And But I just, it just, this show goes to show how much yeah. nicely put together yeah. can make you so hot. That's true. Even it's if true. you're not, you know, Adonis yeah. when you're naked yeah. or whatever. No, that's true. It's, it's a good, it's a really good point. And he's had an incredibly long career. I yes. Mean, if you followed our Facebook page, you'll see that, you know, Kendra has posted a lot of photos of Hugh Bonneville in this and that and everything. Because he has been in freaking mm -hmm. every costume era 
I, I mean, recently, I mean, he was in Gallivant. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, as a, pirate. as a pirate. Oh, he's been in Doctor Who as a pirate too. Yes. Uh, and he his he, he goes back through the eighties and you know in this and that and everything too. The big one, North and South, where he's got this, where he's the super evil, uh, abusive husband with this hair. Oh my God, the hair, <laughs> the like Marcel wave yeah. sort of bob. It's hilarious. Wow. And yeah, I mean, he can look pretty darn different. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, this was, I like this episode. There, yeah. you know, it's that second point in, this, Hitting our groove. Yeah, in the yeah. season, it hits the groove and yeah. so we'll, we'll see what comes next. I mean, we've obviously we've done away with some of the, you know, riffraff, uh, like, uh, yeah, cut know. out the chaff. So, all right. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next week. All with right. Another episode. Look for images on frockflix.com. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter, frockflix. Bye. Bye.